Welcome to the Quiet Rebel podcast. I'm Lynn Furman and I'm with Paul Furman. And today we are really excited to have Nikki Gorman on our show. Welcome, Nikki. Hiya. <laughs> good morning, Nikki. It's really good to talk to you because I've I've known you quite a while online and we met we met maybe it's about a year ago, actually in person. Yeah, it was about then, yeah. And it's been really great watching all the wonderful things that you you've been developing and coming up with and you know, all this all this new stuff in the pipeline that you're doing. How do you manage to fit it all in? <laughs> um honestly, I don't actually know. Um, <laughs> it's uh I've recently just started um going to bed earlier to um try and organize my time a little bit better um so that it's not quite so manic um but but yeah I just I kind of get inspiration and then kind of go with it and see where that takes me um yeah because you managed to juggle a house full of kids and run your own business and have a life outside of those things as well so you're like superwoman Nikki (laughs) well I wouldn't go that far my house is quite a mess um (laughs) but but yeah it's I don't know it's I, I grew up in a quite a busy household um I was one of three so um I kind of am used to there constantly being stuff going on um but also my kind of me time is really really important to me because you know it's it's essential to um to have that that time to yourself uh otherwise you'd go a little bit crazy I mean four kids in the house is is quite a feat um <laughs> and, and managing all of their needs and home editing two of them one of them's at college one's at school so yeah it's it's quite crazy <laughs> but I don't know you just I just kind of do it I don't really think there's a magical formula for it I think it's just being as present as you can with every moment and that way you're you're kind of flowing into each moment without getting caught up yeah and I have noticed that you run the um dare to be program I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that so um yeah I run a um a free group on Facebook which is called Dare to Be You. Um and it's it's basically the culmination of years of work of the kind of questions that we need to be asking ourselves on a daily basis to um kind of get the most out of ourselves every day. So so the Dare to Be You group um is a space for people to really kind of get honest with themselves about what's going on with them and to be able to use the prompts that are, are every day to kind of get a feel for, for where they want to be going uh-huh. uh, and then actually take action on that and that's the really key magical part of it is that a, a lot of the work that um I've seen out and about you know we, we have such wonderful inspirational wordsmiths and um you know quotes and and everything to to make you feel really amazing and great and the problem is there's there's no action behind it so 
dare to be you is is all about that that kind of action element of okay this is how you're feeling about that what are you going to do now that's excellent and do people then just get on the site and tell what they've done or do they present more questions or how does it unfold yeah, so it's it's kind of like so basically the the setup of it is that um, they there's a daily prompt every single day um, seven days a week weekends are included um, <laughs> and yeah a lot a lot of things are like nine to nine to five Monday to Friday and then we kind of just you know forget about any development or, or self awareness on the weekend uh, we don't do that that's for you. Um, so yeah, there's daily prompts and people are really encouraged to to get as honest as they can with themselves. So if they're avoiding a prompt, um, I have a lovely person in my group who avoids every Tuesday because it's their least favourite prompt of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really honest about it. They say, you know, I, I, I'm late to the party because you know actually as you all know this is this is my hateful day of the week um because it's all about tuesday's all about trying something new uh-huh. and when people are in you know those beautiful routines that keep us safe trying something new every single week feels terrifying so you know that everybody's really encouraged to to get really honest with themselves and say you know actually i don't like this prompt or I get some resistance about this. I'm not really sure where I'm going with that. And, and then it's my job to then kind of ask the questions that's needed to help them get out of that, get out of their own way um, and, and move forward. Why do you think people have so much trouble being honest with themselves? I think it comes from a... Well, this is deep. Um, so it, <laughs> for me, it comes from childhood, um, for 90% of, of the human species. Um, we're very much, as, as babies, our parents can't wait for us to get up and start walking and crawling and talking and asking questions and all of this kind of stuff. And as, as soon as that happens, you know, you get that first word and first sentence and then from then on it's oh my god can they stop asking me questions you know and children have really big emotions as well you know the the way that the brain is formed we're in our emotional brain for a really long time in childhood so the fact that we have really really big emotions and and as adults we've forgotten that we have those big emotions as children and we've forgotten how it's okay so a lot of parents, me included, um, can turn around and say, you know, oh, come on, it's fine. You know, mm. you don't need to have that big emotion. And that big emotion makes me uncomfortable as, as an adult. So I want you to kind of stop. Um, and as we do that over and over as, as parents, as, as just generally as human beings, and, and there's no judgment there. It's just a thing. Um, what happens is, is we kind of become programmed that it's not okay to share our truth. It's not okay to have those big emotions or to lay on the floor and kick and scream and get it out and then get up and be fine with it. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it comes from a lot of conditioning, a lot of, you know, other people's beliefs, beliefs that are kind of put onto us as children. Um, the honesty is, 
something that everybody wants us to be, but only in on their terms. Mm. So your whole program, Dare to Be You, is really kind of, oh, it, it's a really deep thing as well, isn't it? Because you're not only in cool you know encouraging people to be honest and to take action but to dig deeper and find out who they really are yes yes very much so um it's the way i often describe it is kind of you know throwing yourself on the floor and uh, into a million pieces and having a look at all of those bits and going which bits do i actually want to pick back up which bits are actually mine um, you know, and, and sometimes the only way to do that is to take a real step back um, yeah. to be able to see all of those pieces and go, oh, that that came from Auntie Sarah. I don't have an Auntie Sarah, by the way, but Auntie <laughs> Sarah, and, you know, that pit came from, you know, my school teacher who said, blah, blah, blah. I don't need those bits anymore. Um, so actually, I can just pick up the bits that that resonate with me and, and are me. And then I can kind of live back in alignment with my own values. You do coaching as well. Is this what you coach clients? Is this part yeah. of the program? So Very what, much. What happens at the end? What changes do you see in the clients? The biggest changes that I see in clients are, number one, that they they sit completely differently. By the time they've finished, like, generally I work with people for four to six sessions um, I don't like to work with people long term because if I'm having to see you every single week, I'm not doing my job properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what I see is, is them kind of sitting completely differently. They're holding themselves in a very different way, in a more confident, self-assured way. They are clear on what they want. They're clear on what their values are, what their priorities are for their life. And they're clear on how they can balance all of the elements of their life to kind of participate in their life in the best way they want to. That sounds really good. Um, You were talking about as as a person, um, let's lose the different qualities and seize which part are them and which parts are somebody else. What if they're having problems like um, letting go of that part? What if you can like recognize it? but you can't drop it from off of yourself. What kind of thing would you do to help them be able to unload it? Yeah. So, um, I, I also work with people. Um, so my, although I work as a coach, I incorporate a lot of my different skills into that practice. So I also do hypnotherapy, um, NLP, CBT, um, and healing as well. So, Uh For me, if somebody is kind of, okay, I can see that that came from, for example, you know, my, I don't know, brother telling me to be quiet constantly or that I'm, I'm too chatty or, you know, again, I don't have a brother. Um, <laughs> but this, this, is, this is quite a, a real thing for me. So as, as a child, I was constantly told I was very, I was very sensitive. I was very chatty um, to the point of too much. And it did affect me, but I, I did really struggle to let go of that because there came a point where I felt like I'd be judging that person if I had to look at it. Um, and often that's the same with clients. They can get the impression that to be able to let go of something, they have to place blame onto somebody else. Uh-huh. So 
for me, the work that I do is about viewing situations um, not as yourself um, or as yourself is as that child or as that adult, but as you are right now. So a lot of my work is talking about you at the age you are now viewing this situation and how with your knowledge and wisdom would you advise that person to deal with that situation what does it feel you know how does that person feel right now um, and it's kind of um taking away the the personal element so it's not your problem we're kind of viewing it as if it's someone else's problem and that makes it a lot easier for people to let go okay that's really good Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about you incorporate healing into your your coaching session so you're you're very much a, a an holistic practitioner in you know real in the whole sense actually what kind yeah. of healing do you do you use okay so um i am a reiki master but i use reiki in a very unique way um i a few years ago I actually created a modality called um infinite heart healing technique it's quite a mouthful um <laughs> but i didn't really think of that when i was creating it it just felt good um <laughs> but we call it ihht so that basically is a culmination of little snippets of all of my different areas that i work in built together into a system that allows us to get right to the root cause of issues that are holding you back in your life now, which most commonly are from the first seven years of life. Mm. So the way that that works is we use body scanning, um, as which is a mindfulness technique. We assign color. Um, I'm also a color therapist and between the the body part and the color it gives us a real huge amount of information about actually what's going on with you and the reason for this is simply because the body is a messenger system and it it shows us different things different aches and pains or areas of resistance in the body as messages for emotions that are a little bit stuck mm-hmm. so when we use this, for example, if um, today, for example, I've got um, a slightly sticky hip on the left-hand side, um, and I know exactly what that is for me um, because obviously I'm, I'm trained in that, but also it's really important to recognise that. So for me, my hip is telling me that I'm, I'm feeling a little bit inflexible and a little bit um fearful of of taking steps forward um this is all metaphysical um uh stuff that happens that that occurs in the body um and basically by knowing that i'm able to go okay i can recognize that and i can i can clear that out and say it's okay it's cool we can take those steps forward nice and slowly so that i don't freak out um (laughs) But basically, that's that's a lot of what I do with with clients, and it sometimes people come to me for you know a coaching element, and what we might end up doing is actually some some IHHT to help them to clear those 
those bigger issues that are actually under the surface right at the root of why they're struggling with this particular issue um so yeah we do body scanning we we assign a color we talk about it to make it conscious what what the actual issue may be and then we go into um hypnosis into a regressional hypnosis back to the root issue that originally happened um and by doing that again we're talking about you know for example 36 year old nikki going to look at something four-year-old nikki did um and by doing that we're able to talk to our younger self we're able to provide them tools and wisdom that they don't have yet because they're not you know grown up into us yet um and when we do that it changes the entire frequency of you know the the emotions around an experience that caused the issue in the first place so when they come back out of that regression they have cleared the emotions around the issue because we can't we can't change the past but we can change how we feel about it mm. and how we um experience life because of limitations we've built in our brain because of that experience does that make sense perfect yeah. sense yeah. right yeah. where can people learn more about this technique the infinite heart healing technique <laughs> yeah it's a mouthful isn't it? um <laughs> So I run um, Infinite Heart Healing Technique, IHHT um, group <laughs> healing sessions. Um, and basically those are, um, the next one's in September actually, but they are sessions where there's a group of us together and um, you learn about the actual technique. So instead of just experiencing the technique, you're learning about how it all comes together, the different elements of it. Um, and you're also learning about the, the metaphysics of the body and colour meanings. Um, and you, you come away from that session with that information for you to take home and use at home. Um, and then at the end of the session, we do a group IHHT session, which isn't a really deep one. Um, but we're dealing with just one little issue that, you know, you, you may have had pop up throughout the session because quite often people will come along and, and they'll have something in mind that they want to clear and it will be something completely different that they end up going into. Because <laughs> your brain is really clever. It <laughs> likes safe and it goes, yeah, let's deal with this thing because this thing isn't a big deal at all. Um, and actually throughout the session it goes, okay, actually we need to deal with this instead. Um, so yeah, it, that's, that's one of the things that I do. Um, you can also um, book on for an actual session um, or you can book in for a cup and chat, which is something that I do on Zoom. It's mm -hmm. a half hour chat that we can't, you kind of get to know me, how I work. I get to know you. And between us, we can decide whether or not IHHT is something that we would choose to go forward with. That's really good. Well, when you do the group, I H H T. I have to really think about that. <laughs> um, how big are the groups? Where do you hold them? Is it like for a day? Is it for a couple of hours? So it's a couple of hours. It's um, it's about three hours. And um, at the moment, I'm holding them in my home office, so mm -hmm. it's up to a maximum of four people. So it's not a big group. I am 
also happy to hold the same thing um, via Zoom as well. Every all of my work, I can also do um, distance as well. So um, I've worked with people all over the world with IHHT. It doesn't need to be in person. So I can also hold the group sessions on a Zoom um, conference call um, if there's enough people that's interested in that as well. But at the moment, it's four people maximum in my office and I hold um, three different days and three different types. So you've got um, on a Thursday evening, on a Saturday morning and on a Sunday afternoon. So hopefully there's something to kind of meet everybody's needs. That sounds really fantastic, actually. Just asking for a friend there, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is September. I can't remember what date it is. I don't have my diary in front of me. But um, Don't worry, yeah. I'll stalk you. <laughs> yeah, do stalk me. It's, it's all on my Facebook page, actually. All of the dates for everything is, is on there. Oh, and I know that you've got you were doing um, workshops in person for automatic writing and now you've got that online can you tell us more yes. about the automatic writing yeah so um, one of the really wonderful things that I learned um, in my spiritual development was um, well I didn't learn to do it I, I found out I could do it um, is automatic writing or trance writing um, and basically I've developed it into a tool for self-development um so i run a couple of different types of automatic writing the one that i have turned into a um online course is um one for self-development so there's there's very little spiritual element involved um for me there's spiritual element involved in absolutely all of my work but that doesn't necessarily need to communicate over to the user in a really heavy hippie way Mm -hmm. um so the the current one automatic writing it's all about you is for you connecting into number one your inner child um which basically i guide you through a um a lovely visualization that connects you back into your inner child and then you come out of that visualization and you start just writing on paper whatever it is that needs to come out and what's really beautiful is seeing pages and pages of all of this stuff that people have then written from their, their inner child. Um, the next part of that course is um, connecting into your, your higher self. So the, the kind of perfect version of you that oversees everything and has a bird's eye view of your whole life. Um, and again, we, we're connecting into that wisdom via a visualisation. And then you might come out and ask a question to your higher self and then just allow a flow of writing to come through your hand. Um, and then the last part of that course is connecting to your future self. And this is a bit that people seem to struggle a little bit with. Um, but basically, I guide you for a visualisation again to take you forward in time and meet a future version of you that is doing all the things and having an awesome time and you get to ask them some some wisdom that you can use now in in the present moment mm. so it's, it's really nice for for people who can struggle to self-reflect um and actually we've, we've had some authors come and do it um 
to to get a different element of their writing skills and they've then gone on to use it as journaling so it's been really beautiful actually but that's that's why I decided to put it out as an online course because it means that it can just reach whoever it needs to reach rather than there being the limitation of you know needing to to set a date and and come along and all of that kind of thing. That sounds really, really good. I love the idea of doing automatic writing for writers. That, would, that could be a, a course in itself, Nikki. I, do you know what? I'll write that down. <laughs> <laughs> the final thing I wanted to, to talk to you about too is um, a little bit about your Solnook tribe. Could you sort of give us a run on that? Yeah, so... Um, a few years ago, I started a um, community group, maybe, mainly because I um, I used to belong to a, a community space and I absolutely loved it. Um, but as, as I moved forward um, and I grew apart from that group, that's one element that I really missed in my, my spiritual life was having that connection of somewhere to go and be with like-minded friends so a few years ago, I created a, a space where people could come and do just that. And it was called uh, Conscious Minds Community. And I ran that for about 18 months before taking a little bit of a break. And then I um, relocated to um, Shirley, where I live now, and decided to, to bring the group with me as Solnit Tribe. The Solnit Tribe had a bit of a different feel to it. It was more about, you know, connecting to nourish your soul rather than necessarily um, connecting to learn from things from other people. Mm. Because at, at Conscious Minds Community, we, we had a guest speaker every other week who um, came and helped people to learn something, um, something new. For example, we had Lynn come and do um, EFT and and teach people about that and it was fantastic but there's an awful lot of groups um such as positive living groups that that provide that already so for me i wanted something a little bit different where people could come and just share you know their story um mm. their their inspiration their kind of journey and meditate and connect in with with the goddess as well and you know just have that really nice cuppa and chat and meditate and ask questions in, in a really lovely, warm, comfortable space. Um, and I'm, I'm re that ran for about six months um, in person. And actually what I found is that it's, it's not working in that format. So what I've decided to do is do away with the space that I was using and instead use the community um, with me included in that use the community to arrange once a month we're going to be having um, you know a cake and, and chat kind of setup where um, people can volunteer to host it um, so I'm hosting the the first one of, of the new Solnit tribe um, and it's it's an opportunity to meet up chat you know have some meditative time and space um and eat cake basically um <laughs> so you, on that. <laughs> yeah, you've got that element of it and then once a month i'm going to be doing a um Solnit tribe online so it's going to be a zoom call 
Um, because some of the feedback that I had was that a lot of people want to connect into that kind of community and that kind of tribe, but they're really restricted in being able to get places. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's there's some people that struggle with childcare or they're caring for, for family members or they've got allergies or, you know, they've got disabilities. So I wanted to not be excluding those people. So I've decided to do once a month an online version of Solnook Tribe, um, which will be hosted from from Solnook itself, which is what my actual home office is called. So it feels almost like we're coming back home to what I intended for Solnook Tribe. So I'm I'm really pleased with that. And I'm kind of pleased with the expansive mindset that I've had around it. In, I could have looked at it and gone, this isn't working. I don't like it. Um, but instead I, I looked at the frustration I was feeling about it and expanded into that, if that makes sense, and, and kind of looked at why I was feeling frustrated with it, what wasn't going well for me in terms of providing it. Um, because what's really important to me is that I'm always working with integrity and I'm aligned to my own values. So if I'm feeling frustration around providing something for people, it's not a space people want to be in or should be in. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where the soul tribe is going to go. So I think Paul and I have been talking about similar things. We're bringing things back into the home environment to make it, mm. to make it more personal and I don't know, not, not well friendly, but your soul tribes were friendly, but more intimate. I think people miss that intimate connection with each other. Yeah. And even in the smaller space that I was holding it in, I mean, you guys came and visited it still felt too expansive. It still felt too, um, I don't know if sterile is the right word. I mean, I, I worked energetically in that space really um, quite intensely to ensure that it, it was a beautiful space to, for people to be held in, but it still didn't feel right. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to kind of be bringing it back home, if that makes sense. Totally, totally. Yeah. And what else is on the horizon for you, Nikki? What what can we expect to see from Dare to Be? Wow. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I have um, two more um, online courses that are being written at the moment. Um, One of those is, um, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, cool. (laughs) One of them is called Unfuck Your Food. Um, (laughs) So basically... uh, I work with people on mindful nutrition and I help them through kind of a six week journey. And at the moment I, I do that one-to-one and it's quite expensive for people. So I wanted to provide that as a kind of do it yourself online version. So that's in the process of being rewritten for online um, instead and there's another course that is that will be out in September. And the other course that I am currently looking at and, and terrified of putting out there, I'm not putting a date on it because um, then I'll have to do it. <laughs> but basically, this one is um, living with intention. So it's it's all about kind of the not only spiritual intention, um, but what I found is a, a lot of um, entrepreneurs 
self-employed people they work so hard day and night on their businesses and on ensuring that you know their goal setting in in a in a very businessy way Mm. um and at the beginning of this year I put out a um a different kind of goal setting it was goal setting the dare to be way and it's very much about living with intention on um the cycles the moon the um sabbats the um seasons Mm. and that is something that I'm going to be bringing out this year at some point Mm. um yeah, it will It will also have a um, support group attached to that as well, where I'll be um, providing new moon and full moon um, little lives so that people can kind of really get into the, the process and the habit of expanding their kind of business mind into um, a space of, of universal abundance. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> really excited um but how I'm going to present that I'm still not 100% sure so we'll see we'll see what goes on with that one but yeah that's coming out and then I've got my usual um workshops in-person workshops um in October I've got um having a look having a look at self-limiting beliefs um which is one of my favorite things to look at with people Mm. um and I've got the Hear Me Raw workshops as well, uh, which is all about helping you to refine your authentic voice, um, which includes actual using your voice, which is quite fun for people when they realise. <laughs> um, the, the faces of people when they go, uh, okay, you actually want me to make a, just, just a noise? I'm like, yeah, completely. Just let that noise out. But by the end of the day, you can't stop them making, letting their, their noise out. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, that sounds really fun. fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's lots going on. There's always lots going on. Um, but within that, a really good balance that I, I only work two evenings a week and alternate weekends um, to ensure that I have evenings where I can see friends or go networking or study or sit and slob in pajamas and watch Netflix. <laughs> um, and, and days where I, you know, for example, on Monday, I don't, I don't work at all. Um, and I spend all of that time during the day and in the evening with the kids and the husband and just doing me. Um, and the same on a Thursday as well. So, yeah, I, I do work an awful lot, but I also am really productive with my time to make sure that I am fitting in what I need to for work, doing what I want to for work and doing what I want to do in my life. Yeah. So you you try to master the, the holistic approaches and that's what you also bring into everything you do. Yeah. So you walk your talk. I do walk my talk, yes. And when I'm not when I'm not walking my talk, I'm honest about it as well. <laughs> um, you know, many a times, you know, I I post on my my Facebook or on my group that you know actually I've been staying up, binging Netflix three nights in a row, and struggling to get up in the morning, and that's really not walking my talk. Um, so I'm owning that, and then I can 
by owning it I can I can go forward because otherwise you get into this horrible space of feeling like you're you're saying all the right things but you're not aligned with that yourself yeah (laughs) so where can people find more about you have you got a website I do yeah um I have the um dare to be well dot wordpress.com um the online courses that I provide are via dare to be well dot co dot uk and then you can find me on Facebook um, at Dare to Be. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time, Nikki. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Thank you for, you know, just being you, really, because it's really exciting. And I'm really interested in the work you're doing. So thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah, the world needs more Nikki's. <laughs> the world does need more Nikki's. I agree. I agree. <laughs> then I could get make way more stuff done <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys oh you're very welcome and thank you everyone for listening so until next time goodbye oh, bye